0: Hi friends. So this week I want to talk about trusting yourself and we're going to start off talking about how to actually repair the relationship with yourself and how to actually trust yourself. And then I'm going to dive into learning how to trust your own judgment so that other people's opinions don't fuck with you. I'm going to teach you my tricks that I've found for that because a lot of people be hurting my goddamn feelings all the time. Well, they used to. Now I'm impenetrable. You can't hurt my goddamn feelings. So I'm going to give you all my hacks and all my little cheat sheets for that. And then at the end, I have three scenarios for what would Leo do. And that's where you guys write in and you ask for advice on your situation or whatever you're going through. So it's like, what would Leo do? I give you advice on how I would handle what you guys are going through, like my little hot take on your situation. So that's coming at the end. But first, we got to talk about trust in yourself. And the first thing I want to do is flip your perspective around this for a second. Because a lot of people are like, well, how do I trust myself? Like, you don't know what the fuck to do because that's where I was for so long. Y'all, I'm never making fun of you, okay? Because I used to be that motherfucker. But the way that I can flip this perspective for you and the thing that helped me the most was looking at, okay, if you want to trust yourself and you don't really know how to go about it, look at what would it take for you to trust someone else, Like what would someone else have to do? How would they have to behave? How would they have to treat you in order for you to feel like you can trust them and rely on them? This is going to give you a whole new awareness about how you need to fucking behave towards yourself. All right. And it's not going to be fun. It's really not. It's going to become like a full-time job for you to repair your relationship with yourself. If you're someone that doesn't trust themselves. So it's a lot, but it's manageable. And what I tell you in this episode is going to help you a whole bunch, but don't get overwhelmed but like you do have to understand you are in a relationship with yourself and you have a relationship to everything. You have a relationship to money. You have a relationship to food. You have a relationship to friends you have a relationship to your job. You have a relationship to having relationships. Everything in your life is about relationships. So that's realization number one. (laughs) But that's the main thing that I do when I coach people one-on-one is I repair their relationships with different areas. So some people need their relationship with themselves repaired. Some people need their relationship with money repaired or their joy or their feelings. Like there's so many relationships that you need to acknowledge and fix in order to notice a difference. But the main point I want to hit on for saying, what would it take for you to trust someone else and then flipping that towards yourself? If someone made a promise to you, you would want them to keep it no matter what. You wouldn't feel like their excuse was worth shit if someone came to you and was like, oh, I went back on my word or I didn't do what I promised I was going to do to you because I didn't feel like it. Because I was upset because I was this because I was that you're going to start being able to weed through a lot of your bullshit fucking excuses because you wouldn't be comfortable with someone breaking a promise to you for something small. They best have a big fucking reason. They best have something substantial to give you as explanation for why they didn't keep their promise to you or you're not going to trust them. So that's step one is you got to be able to like call yourself on the bullshit excuses you give yourself and stop giving yourself excuses. So if you make a promise to yourself and you say you're going to do something, think of what would I be okay with someone else breaking this promise to me And what would I not? Like, what would not be a valid excuse for someone else to break this promise? And that will kind of give you a guide of, like, how to call bullshit on yourself. Like, because you didn't feel like it. You was tired, okay? You didn't do what you said you were going to do because you were tired. You didn't eat clean because you were hungry. And you just gave in to the way that you felt. And you just discarded a diet. You said, fuck that. Fuck eating healthy. Fuck your fitness goals. And you just ate how you wanted If you agreed to be somewhere at a certain time, but you're just like, eh, like you didn't prioritize your time good enough. Like there's no excuse really. So my tip with keeping promises to yourself basically is just look at when I am about to not do something I told myself I was going to do. Would I accept that excuse from someone else? So the next part of trusting yourself more comes to when you fuck up. Like when you say you're going to do something or you say you're going to behave in a certain way towards yourself or like whatever it is. You make a promise and you break it. You have to make up when you fuck up. So if you do something against what you said you were going to do, what would you expect someone else to do that hurt you or broke a promise to you? You would expect them and would hope that they would put effort into fixing whatever damage they caused or put effort into showing you that they care that they hurt you or let you down. You'd want someone to show effort. So when you fuck up with yourself, show yourself by putting in effort to make up for it. Like, if you fuck something up, make up for it. Like, make it up to yourself that you fucked up. Because when this happens, there's two parts of you. It's like, if you have a goal, there's part of you that wants that goal more than anything. And then there's part of you that's like, like, I guess, like, I want it too, but like, I want to do other shit too. That's like conflicting with what it's going to take to get you there. So if you do fuck up, and you don't do what it's going to take to get you to that goal, there's part of you that still wants to get there and feels betrayed by you. But if all you do is just comfort this part and tell yourself, oh, it's okay that you fucked up, oh, it's all right, it's fine, you have to stop comforting yourself when you fuck something up that you want. Because you're basically comforting this part and saying it's okay that you just betrayed this part that needs you to get to where it wants to go. Parts work is a very tricky thing, but I hope this is all making sense, because it makes sense in my brain, but I'm trying to formulate it into words, and it always is like a little different. (laughs) So like I said, when you do something that you know you weren't supposed to fucking do, if all you do is comfort yourself and tell yourself it's okay, it's fine, you're basically saying it's okay that you just betrayed yourself and what you said you were going to do. You're never going to feel like you can trust yourself. What you have to do is own up to the reality of the situation and be like, okay, I said I wanted this thing and then I acted in this way. That's not going to get me there. I fucked up. So what am I going to do? Now that I am aware that I fucked up, like I'm not just comforting myself and telling myself it's okay, don't beat yourself up for it, but don't overly comfort yourself. Like sit in the discomfort and face the reality that you just fucked up what you said you were going to do. So like I said, when you fuck up, make up. And don't just discard this part of you that desperately wants this goal you have, because if all you do is comfort this part of you and say, no, it's okay that you betrayed that part, the likelihood of it happening again is very high. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of this dynamic. So, like, the one thing that relates to me right now is like diet. All right. I'm on a very strict meal plan right now because I have goals for the way that I want my body to look. And when I go over my calories, or like if I just have like a moment where I'm like, fuck it, like, and I eat something like extra, what I'm doing right there is like putting myself at odds with myself. Okay. I ate more on my meal plan than I should have, and I've just thrown my goals off. So, Given this situation, given I have to face reality of what my actions just did, I just fucked this up, what can I do to repair it? I'm going to go get my ass on the fucking treadmill and do some extra cardio to burn off the extra that I ate. There's a way to repair it, and you need to do it. You can't just become okay and allow yourself to consistently fuck up. You have to make up for it. But the only way that you allow yourself to consistently fuck up is by not facing the consequences of your actions and just ignoring it and acting like it's not a big deal. It is a big deal because my whole thing with my caloric deficit that I'm eating in, I'm eating less so I can like lean down. I have to be in the deficit for like over the week. And if I fuck up and I eat 500 calories extra one day, that just fucked up like a few days worth of work. So if you do that consistently, I'm not going to lose weight. If I just shovel shit into my mouth, it's going to totally conflict what I'm doing and like negate it. Like all my work is going to be for fucking nothing if I can't control what I put into my mouth. So if I run into a situation where I have a moment of weakness where I eat a little too much or I'm like, fuck it, I want a cookie. I'm going to go get my ass on a treadmill afterward and burn the cookie off. One, so that I feel better. I don't have that guilt. I don't have that like, fuck, I just fucked up all my goals. Like You have to face reality of like, you did just fuck up what you were trying to work toward. So you can choose to sit there and bitch and whine and be like, oh my God, it's fucked up there. Oh my God, way. Or you can look at what can I do to rectify it? Can I correct this in any way? And then putting the effort into correcting it shows yourself you can trust yourself. Because if you do fuck up, you put the effort into mending that. That's how you trust someone. And that's how you'll trust yourself. So sure, it's totally fine and it's totally normal to have moments of weakness. Nobody's a fucking robot. Nobody's perfect all the time. But like I said, the relationship with yourself, you have to show yourself that you care about what you want and your actions are going to be in line with that. So if you fuck up, make up. And I'm going to keep saying that. Another example for this is like if you have a to-do list of a lot of things that you know you need to get done and you push them off and you fuck off and you don't really like put effort into getting them done, you're like, eh, whatever. You have to face the reality of like you had that checklist of things to do because you are trying to achieve something in a certain amount of time whether it's a goal or whether it's just like you need to fucking clean your house there's plenty of reasons why you'd be doing something but the whole thing is like timing you're slowing yourself down by not doing what you know you need to do and what you've agreed to do when you made this list so at the end of the night if you fucked off all day and you didn't do your to-do list Do whatever you can do on that list or the next day. Make sure you get everything done because if you don't, if you just like slack off, you're slowing your progress. You have to face the reality of your actions. If you do not do what you said you were going to do to track it, you're going to slow yourself down. And are you going to allow yourself to be slowed down or are you going to rise to the occasion and fucking fix it? And if there's ever a situation where you can't create repair or, like, fix damage that you've done, like, with eating or, like, fucking up your to-do list, that's totally fine. There's ways to make up for that, but there are situations that you can't make up for. Like, let's say, for example, you see someone out in public that you're really interested in, you like them, you're like, oh my god, like, they caught your attention, but you're too nervous, you're too shy to go up and talk to them if you don't go up and talk to them and you just leave wherever you're at, there is no undo. There is no command Z. There is no retry. There is no like make up for that situation. If you wanted to go talk to this person and you just didn't, like it's just a stranger, you're never going to see them again. If you didn't talk to them and you leave, very unlikely you're going to see them again. But sit in that panic for a second and that guilt of like, fuck, like, I should have just went and talked to them. I'm never going to get the chance to do it again. Like you're going to notice you're beating yourself up for not taking the action. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel discouraged. You're going to be like, damn it. You're going to be kind of disappointed in yourself. So in that situation, there's nothing you can do to fix it. But what you can do is realize in that situation how you're feeling and commit to yourself. I'm not letting you go through that again. So next time you see somebody in public, we're going to go up and talk to them because I would rather you get the peace of mind and going to talk to them than going home after because you didn't talk to them and beat yourself up mentally. So when there's no way to create repair in the exact situation, you're going to have to wait until another situation presents itself for you to rise to the occasion and step up and do it. But the first situation had to happen so that you could feel that fucking shit and be like, all right, I'm not gonna let myself feel that again. I'm gonna wait for the next opportunity and then I'm gonna act on it. And then once you act on it, the next time it comes up, the next time you see somebody attractive in public and you go talk to them, you're gonna trust yourself and be like, oh my God, you didn't make me go home and fucking wish and what if and think and like feel like shit and disappointed. Like you're gonna learn to trust yourself of like you're not gonna allow yourself to feel those negative states when it's in your control. Like you going up to talk to somebody is fully in your control. So do you wanna choose. To go have peace of mind that it could have worked or could have not worked? Or would you rather go home and be like, what if for the rest of your life? If the motherfucker at Trader Joe's would have been like the one. (laughs) Okay, so my next tip for trusting yourself is you have to act in line with your best interests and what you want. So to sit around and be like, oh, I want this thing. I want that thing. Cool, bitch. Like if you just sit around and say you want this, you want that. Okay, cool. Like, but there's no trust that's going to come with you or with anything that you feel like you will actually get what it is that you want. If all you do is ever just sit around and ask for shit and say that you want shit, you have to stack your actions with it. So when you discover that you want something, you need to put your actions in line with getting it. You need to put effort into getting what you want that will build so much trust in you than you even know. To say I want something and then to see yourself actually working toward it. That's so self-esteem boosting and like that builds so much trust in yourself of like you're not going to be scared to want things anymore. Because a lot of people are like scared to like want more and desire more. Like a lot of people hate that the fact that they want shit. But if you would just flip it and start realizing, okay, when I have a desire, I can change my actions to put me on course with getting that. And then you will be shocked by how much you achieve by actually going for it. I know it's scary. I know there's a lot more that goes to it. But when you say you want something, show yourself that you're going to prioritize and try to get it, like try to fucking get what it is you want. Take it into consideration. Take the fact that you want something into consideration and put your actions in line with it. Even if you don't know how to get there, motherfucker, just start walking in a certain direction and you'll figure out, am I getting there? Or am I not getting there? But just doing anything in your control that will allow you to get to what you want is going to build your self-trust so much. Okay, next we're going to talk about feelings because <laughs> that's my favorite. I love emotions. I love feelings. Really, I fucking hate them. But I'm a Pisces, so I feel all of them. I have fucking plenty. You want some? You can You can take some off my plate. That's totally fine. But you have to care about the way that you feel. That period. Point blank. Done. Like nothing further than that. You have to start caring That you feel certain things you have to care if you feel upset or hurt or uncomfortable or disappointed and you also have to care if you feel happy or not like you should want yourself to feel happy so it's not about just caring about the bad things it's caring about the good things too like you care that you get to feel the good shit and you'll do things to make sure that you get to feel good But definitely with the negative emotions, with the feeling uncomfortable, with the feeling upset, you have to care that you feel upset. You have to put your fucking brakes on, like back the truck up and be like, hang on, why did I just get upset? What just bothered me? Don't just breeze past the fact that you're upset by something. Look at the situation for a second and be like, okay, the fact that I'm uncomfortable does not sit right with me. Like, hang on. Let me look at this situation. What just caused me to feel this way? And what am I going to do about it? Like just genuinely taking an understanding of why you feel the way that you do and not just attacking yourself or dismissing yourself. So if you have a situation happen and you get upset or you get sad, instead of just being like, oh, quit being a fucking bitch. Like sometimes you have to do that. But look at, wait, why did I just get upset by that? Even if it seems small or seems stupid, take a genuine like, curiosity standpoint and try to understand what just happened there. Why am I feeling upset? Because as soon as you see why you're upset, you'll see that it's very much valid and you'll be able to move forward. But if you just ignore the fact that you're upset, you're never going to trust yourself ever. Because when you get upset, you just sweep it under the rug. You don't give a fuck how you feel. You're never going to trust someone like that. You would never trust someone else who just discarded the way that you fell and did not care that you were upset. Like if someone so walked in and saw you fucking bawling your eyes out and they just walked in and was like, oh, and they went in the kitchen and started making food. Like they're just not going to acknowledge you or like anything. It's like, are you done yet? Like if they're just going to look at you like that and dismiss the fact that you're upset, you're never going to trust that person. You're never going to feel like they care about you. You're never going to feel good around them. But if they walk in the door and show concern that you're upset, and be like, wait, "Wait, what happened? Why are you upset? What's going on? That's a whole different energy. So you have to have that toward yourself too. You have to care that you're upset or that you feel anything. And with that comes my next point about trusting yourself, which is if you're uncomfortable, show yourself you will change something. And that can take a lot of fucking forms, all right? And also it's like standing up for yourself, but I'll get to that in a second. Like you have to show yourself that when you're uncomfortable, you care about that. And you want to change that. You have to show yourself, no, I want you to feel better in this situation. I don't want you to just sit there and suffer. But then the standing up for yourself part comes in with showing yourself that you care enough about the way that you feel to take on the consequences of you making a change. So this is just a stupid fucking example. I don't know if I've talked about it before on the podcast, but before I started my whole like caring about myself journey, like when I would be on a flight, like on a plane, I like to sit on the inside like, away from the aisle, like, by the window. One, I'm very big. I'm six foot seven, so I'm very broad. So, like, when I'm in the fucking aisle seat, people be bumping into me and putting their shit all over me. I don't wanna fucking be touched. And I like a little window. <laughs> I like to just look out the window and, like, see things. So whenever I get on a plane, I'm in the inside seat. So someone's always sitting next to me. So if I want to get up and do anything, the other person has to get up. Cause like I said, I'm six foot seven. I, there is no squeeze by bitch. It's like, my ass is going to be in your fucking face. If I try and just go in front of you. So anytime I need something out of my bag, or I have to go to the bathroom, I would have to inconvenience the person next to me and be like, Hey, can you get up? And like, I would have to make them get up. And I carried so much guilt about that for so long, but The realization hit me one day. I was sitting in a seat and it was when I started to care about the way that I felt. I was like, okay, I have to fucking piss right now. Like I have to fucking piss bad. I think I was on like a four hour flight and I had like two hours left and I was like, Leo, just hold it. And then the new part of me was like, nah, I care that you're uncomfortable. I care that you're like borderline in fucking pain right now and you have to pee. So I was faced with a decision of Choose to force myself to sit there and suffer and feel good that I didn't inconvenience this person or simply ask them to get up so that I can go pee. It's basically me or them, but it's not even like me or them. It's am I willing to suffer to not look like an asshole? But I thought like inconveniencing anyone in any way was like being an asshole, but it's really not because if I had someone next to me that had to fucking pee. I would have no problem getting up, like, at all. It's like, okay, hang on, like, let me get my shit. Like, if I'm eating my little meal or whatever, it's like, hang on, like, I'll get up. Like, I would not want someone next to me to sit there in pain just because they don't want to, like, make me get up. Like, I'll gladly get up. But I just carried so much guilt for so long to, like, inconvenience people. So a lot of times I would just sit on planes having to fucking piss like a horse and just hold it. Like, I would just make myself hold it. But caring how I felt started in that moment. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, like... You're going to sit here and suffer for no fucking reason. Or you can show yourself that you care that you're uncomfortable and ask them to get up so you can go pee. Are you going to take the actions that are in support of you feeling better? And my whole like shift happened when I started doing that. Like, yes, I am going to show myself that I don't want myself to be uncomfortable. I'm not just going to make you sit here and fucking hold your pee and fucking like (laughs) have your stomach fucking hurt. So now I ask people to get up and like allow myself to go pee. And I know that sounds like a stupid fucking example, but it's so important. And like my trust in myself built so much after I started doing this because it's in the small moments. It's in everything little. Like it's such a huge thing. It's not like these giant moments where you're going to be like, yes, I trust myself. It's the small moments where it builds and you show yourself shit like that. Like, I'm not going to let you be uncomfortable, whether it's in a relationship and I'm going to leave your fucking ass or I'm going to get up and go pee because I got to (laughs) pee. But then also with a situation like that, you have to take on the consequences of what's going to happen when you try and stand up for yourself. So. I'm lucky where I'm very strong and I'm, I have no problem standing up for myself when I feel justified. Like as soon as someone dismisses me or hurts me, I'm going to literally stand up for myself so hard. You're going to feel like I'm attacking you. It's like, if I say, Hey, can I go to the bathroom real quick? Do you mind? If I say something like that and I'm being polite and they want to cop a fucking attitude. Now I'm going to look at you and say, now get the fuck up before I throw you at this goddamn seat. Okay. Like I'm going to try and be polite. But if you try and, like, back me down or something and, like, you're not going to take me into consideration. Like, I was being polite to you. I just didn't tell you to get the fuck up. Like, I was being sweet and letting you know, like, I didn't, like, want to bother you. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to show you consideration, show it back to me. But if I ever feel like there's a consequence for me standing up for myself, I'll fully face that shit. Whatever comes along with it. But I do have that protector aspect of me that I told y'all came out when I got bullied a lot. And he just, he takes over. And he just takes care of everything. (laughs) But yeah, you have to face the consequences that come with standing up for yourself and wanting to make a change when you're uncomfortable. So even if someone thinks you're fucking crazy or they think you're rude or they think you're an asshole or they're like pissed off at you, so what? So fucking what? Do I care that Miss Little Betty Boop next to me on the plane is, like, pissy that she had to get up because I had to pee. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Get over it. We're all human. We all got to fucking pee. I've never had someone, like, have a negative reaction. I'm just trying to give you an example with that one of, like, you're going to have to face the consequences. But one more example I want to give around, like, standing up for yourself is if you're going to pay for something, you have to show yourself that you're going to stand up for yourself and make sure you get what you paid for. Like, there's no reason for you to not get what you paid for. And... I used to be like, I will take what people give me. I don't give a fuck. I'm not being an inconvenience. I'm not being that asshole that will like send food back or send drinks back. Like if I was at Starbucks or something and they made my fucking order wrong, I would not say shit. Like I would just take it like, thanks. Like if I ordered a coffee and they gave me some green tea bullshit, i would be like, oh, thanks. Cool. And just pretend like it was fine because I felt like such a fucking like asshole to God forbid, stand up for myself. But the whole mindset shift happened where I was like, I paid for this thing and I'm not an asshole for making sure that I get that. Like if the barista, baristo, whatever you are, like if they ordered something at an establishment, they would want to get what they paid for too. So if I order a coffee and you hand me some fucking green drink, I'm not a dick for actually correcting it and asking for what I ordered. Like letting them know politely, like, Hey, like that doesn't look like what I got. I got the coffee, whatever the fuck, like whatever you got. Politely just help them recognize that there's been a mistake and you didn't get what you ordered. You're not a fucking dick for doing that. And so much shifted in me once I started being like this, like, I am on people's fucking ass now. Like, bitch, I fucking paid for something, now give it to me. I know when it's like you act like a dick and you're entitled, I'm very polite and I'm very like cool, but I don't let nobody fuck on me. Like you're never going to fuck me around and like toy with me. Like bitch, you're going to come correct or you're going to make up for it. Like I ordered a couch like two months ago and it said it was going to be delivered in five to seven days. That fucking couch did not come for a month and a half. And you know what I did every week? I was calling them. Where is my couch? Where the fuck is the couch? And then after a month, Like, I gave them, they said it was going to be delivered in, like, basically one to two weeks. And after four weeks, I called them and said, okay, so what I ordered, what I paid for, and what I clicked checkout on, what was advertised was I'm getting this couch in one to two weeks. Five to seven days, but I'm giving you extra if I say two weeks. But, like, five to seven days is what I ordered. It's been a month. So what you guys advertised and what I chose to pay for is not what I've received. The product is separate from the time. You made a promise on time and a product. You did not uphold what you promised on time. So what are we going to do to correct this? Because now I'm unsatisfied. Now I'm like pissed the fuck off. Like y'all have fucked me around for like every week. They would tell me, oh, three more days, three more days, three more days. Like I was three days to death. Like motherfucker, where is my shit? Where is my goddamn couch? So I asked them, what can be done about this? Like what compensation can it be had? Like what can go on about this? And I no longer felt like a dick for it because like I waited the time that I was expected to like get, like I waited the two weeks, I waited the four weeks and then I demanded something like, I'm not just going to make myself get fucked on like that and make myself take it. Like nah, bitch, what I got is not what I paid for. So somebody's gonna correct it. Like, I'm not just gonna make myself swallow that and sit here and be pissed off and secretly resentful at my couch because of the whole process. Like, they sent me some money back and now I feel better. I'm like, cool, I got the couch. It took two fucking goddamn months. But they corrected the situation. Like, I feel better about the situation. It's like, if you have something go on and you feel negatively... Don't make yourself leave that situation feeling negative. So that's where I'm going to leave that. That was a whole fucking around the bush and a lot of examples. But I want to reassure you, you're not a fucking dick for making sure you get what you pay for. Like, it's expected. Anybody else in your shoes would do the same thing. Like, you're not an asshole. You're not, like, inconvenient. You're not wrong. Like, if you paid for something, make sure that you get what you pay for. Don't just make yourself eat the loss. Like, fuck that. That especially is gonna show yourself that you can trust yourself. Like you're not just gonna be at the mercy of everyone and everything. Like if something doesn't go right, like if they keep fucking up your drinks or you keep buying shit and they're sending you the wrong stuff, like show yourself that you're not at the mercy of anyone and you will have it fixed so that you make sure you get what you want. Okay, so now let's jump into learning to trust your own judgment of things so that other people's opinions don't hurt your feelings. Okay, so the first thing is you have to look at and decide what you like and what you don't like. Like you have to look at what you think of things. Check in with yourself first. Check in with your own opinion. If you're comfortable with something, if you like something, or if you don't like something. I'm gonna give you a stupid ass example, but like a vape, okay, it's green. It's like if I say, okay, I like this color. This is a nice color of green. That's not weird. Like, okay, you have an opinion, that's good. You like green. I've already decided I like this color. And now it's like if someone comes up and says, that's the ugliest fucking color I've ever seen in my life. They're allowed to have their opinion. You don't have to switch yours all of a sudden just because someone disagrees. You're allowed to disagree with someone and still not lose them. And that's a lot of people's biggest fear with like disagreement and they just want to people please and go along with shit. But you're allowed to like green, okay? You're allowed to like this color even if somebody else fucking hates it. But the whole point with like... Touching in on what you like first, what you think first, allows you to still have a sense of self and a sense of identity and a sense of preference with other people involved. So, like, if someone says, that's fucking ugly, if you decided you like it, well, I like it. If someone says, you're fucking stupid, like, are you blind? That's the ugliest fucking color ever. Be like, okay, girl. Like, I fucking like it. I think it's cute. It's green. (laughs) You have to look at your own reasons for liking something. So I have my own reasons for why I like this fucking color. And somebody else might not. But checking in on like why you like something or why you don't is up to you. It's like my opinion on open relationships. I'm so fucking against open relationships personally. If other people want to go do them, go do them. Someone I'm dating is never going to enjoy someone else sexually while I breathe. I will cut a limb off of you, motherfucker. Like, it's not happening. I don't know how people do it. But other people have an opinion that open relationships work great for them, and they like it. They're totally fine to have that. I have the opinion of I would never fucking be okay with it, and I would never like that, and I'm against that. Like, if you want to do it, do it. But, like, I personally would never be for that. Neither of us are wrong. But I have my own opinion of what I think about open relationships. I know myself. I know the way that I feel. I have my own reasons for having that opinion. Other people might have a different opinion. But when you look at your own reasons and you check in with yourself of like why you do or don't like something, when someone else comes up, like I'm against open relationships. When someone that is for open relationships comes in, I'm not immediately just going to bend to their perspective and agree with them and go along with them because I want to be accepted like I have my own reasons and I'm gonna stand in them like I'm not mad at you for choosing that but we can agree to disagree like we can totally respect each other's opinions you don't have to just give yourself up in order to be close to people you don't have to just give up your opinions nobody likes a copycat nobody likes someone that goes with the fucking flow and doesn't have their own opinion that's one thing I know a lot of people are scared of like isolation so that's the whole part about like just molding to everyone else's opinion But as soon as other people come around, if you throw away all your beliefs, all your likes, all your dislikes, all your thoughts, all your opinions, you're never going to trust yourself around people. You're never going to trust yourself, period, because what you're going to be looking to is the outside world to determine what you like and don't like. Like you're never going to feel a sense of stability or a sense of safety with yourself. You will never trust yourself. So when you have all of that on your own, you're more stable and you're more secure because you trust and you know what you think, what you feel and what you believe. So the next kind of part with that is like, you have to be able to hold space for other people's opinions without attacking yourself for having a different one. Like you're allowed to have different opinions than other people. That's totally okay. And you don't have to bend your opinion just because someone else has a different one. Like you're allowed to have differing opinions and you will one day come across someone that does not attack you for not agreeing with them. Like when people don't agree with me, I don't care. Cool, bitch. Like, if you don't agree, I don't mind. Like, you're allowed to not agree. But if you try and attack me for my opinion, I'm going to tell you to get fucked and shove it. Like, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm not over here preaching my shit onto you. It's like people that are religious. Shut the fuck up. Shut up about what I'm doing. What I'm doing is against what you believe. What I'm doing is not against what I believe. You think you're right, and I don't give a fuck. Okay? So, like, I'm so against, like, people trying to push their views on everybody. Just shut the fuck up. Let everybody do what the fuck they want to do. Like, if I want to be gay, leave me. I don't want to be gay. But how you going to tell me I'm going to hell for being gay? Bitch, I didn't fucking choose it. Okay? So if I'm going to hell for that, so be it. I'm going to be in my window seat on the plane, like I talked about. (laughs) So I'm going to give you an example personally, because I have my own opinions of things. And getting on social media has made me a very strong person, because I have people talking shit on me non-fucking-stop anyone that disagrees with me make sure to let me know and they make sure to let me know that my hairline's fucked and i'm ugly and i have one crooked tooth it's like girl okay okay cool like do you feel better Wee, that i fucking said something that triggered you so hard that you felt the need to attack me leave me the fuck be i don't care i literally don't give a shit like i'm impenetrable now you can't fuck with me and the way that I've gotten to this point, I'm going to give you the process that I go through with this shit. So I had some fucking dumbass, and I'm going to emphasize dumbass, comment on my green flags podcast episode and say, Leo, like all I learned from this is that you're fucking immature. I would never take advice from you. You have a lot of growing up to do. You're toxic. You're this, you're that. And they like discarded everything I said in the episode because they didn't agree with it now. At first, I was like, oh my God, like it made me like hesitate. I was like, wait, did I post a bad episode? Like, did I say some fucked up shit or what? So instead of immediately attacking myself and being like, and like freaking the fuck out and thinking that this person was right, I said, hang on, let me go rewatch my episode and I'm going to assess my own judgment of what I said. So I went back and I rewatched my episode. And there are certain things that I understand would be triggering for people. I get not everybody's going to agree with everything that I say and you don't have to. This is just what you watch me because you want to know what the fuck I think. What the hell? (laughs) But I rewatched my episode and I was like, okay, there's things I can see people would disagree with. But a lot of the things that I said were like next level fucking mature and next level awareness. Like people aren't spitting the shit that I fucking spit on YouTube or on the internet. These people are fucking dumb. They read a fucking self-help book and think they know it all. I've been through real life. I went through the school of fucking life and getting your shit fucked up with no one to help you. When you have to save yourself is when you know what the fuck I know. So I was watching my episode back and I was like, okay, I can see how he would disagree with these things, but all the rest of my episode, like it was such good information. I'm like, okay, so clearly he's just a triggered little fucking bitch that needs to discredit me. If you're gonna say, I disagree with some of the things you said. Fine. But the fact that this dude took it upon himself to say, your entire episode was toxic. Your entire episode was immature. Right there, I cannot trust your judgment. You're a fucking idiot. Because like I said, I understand a couple of things you disagree with. But to try and write off my whole episode as fucked up and toxic and immature, grow the fuck up, bitch. Because if you actually listen to that episode, there's so much wise shit in it. So that's where I immediately threw that comment out of my mind. And I was like, he can go fuck himself. Like I didn't let it affect me anymore because I assessed the episode and watched it. And with my own logic and my own reasoning and my own opinions, I decided, okay, it's not a bad episode. And for him to make a claim, like everything I said was immature, it does not make sense. Because I spit some of the most mature shit you can do in a relationship. And so for someone to throw a fucking label on the whole thing wipes out their opinion completely. And that's how I let it not affect me. Like, I have people talk shit on everything I post. Like, every single thing I post on the internet, someone is running their little rat fucking mouth about it. And I have to reassess everything I post all the time. Like, I am aware when people have valid points. Like, I get it, bitch. Like, sometimes people is right. I'm a lot more right. (laughs) But I do fuck up sometimes and I do say some shit where I'm like, all right. Like my last episode, like I was so aggressive about checking people's phones. But after thinking about it, I was like, okay, I understand where people are at when they don't want to go through someone's phone. Like they are scared of what they're going to find. And people are not like against going through people's phones because they're stupid or immature. They're scared of what they're going to find. They're genuinely terrified and they're scared to get hurt. So for me to be screaming and flailing about and yelling that you're fucking stupid, that's not the best approach because I can see where they're at. Like I'm aware when I fuck up. I'm aware when like I'm too harsh. But with that, I'm also aware when I'm fucking right. And like the situation with this dipshit commenting on my Green Flags video, like now I just think it's so funny. And I hope you're still watching me, bitch. I hope you're still fucking watching. That's weird to me. Why are my middle is still up? <laughs> like for you to have someone you disagree with so heavily and you're watching all my shit, you need to go get checked out. A screw is loose, probably multiple. You might even be missing a few because that's weird fucking behavior. I'm not gonna watch someone I hate. I'm not gonna spend my time on this earth watching someone that I fucking despise. You got issues, babe. And that's beyond your fucking awareness. But like I said, if someone says something, address it for yourself assess what they're claiming before you immediately assume that they're right like you can't trust people i know i always say don't trust nobody but like trust no one (laughs) it's tattooed on my hand for a fucking reason in this life you're meant to like learn to trust people older than you and like you're supposed to be able to rely on other people's opinions but people have their own fucked up shit like They don't want what's best for you. They're intimidated if you're better than them. They will guide you in the wrong spot. People have ill intentions. Like, there's so much you can't trust. And people are fucking stupid sometimes. And sometimes they don't have the mental bandwidth to even grasp what the fuck you're talking about. So their opinion's not going to be relevant. Their judgment is not going to be relevant. So you can't trust other people's judgments. And that's, like, a sad thing to learn because... Like the typical thing is like you trust your elders you trust people who are older than you because they can guide you but i've surpassed a lot of fucking older people than me like i'm 24 operating at 54 mentally like i was in shit where no one could help me and i learned that you can really trust no one just because someone's older you still have to evaluate what the fuck they're saying so don't just automatically assume everyone is right about anything do your own research come to your own opinions but certain situations, listen, goddammit. Like the doctor, like go listen to the, what the fuck the doctor says. Go to like five. Don't ever just trust one opinion from a doctor. Go to like five and get like a consensus. But there's certain areas where you need to just trust what people are saying. But when someone is criticizing you, evaluate that first. Why would someone need to be saying this? And is it even fucking true? Because like I said, the whole episode was not shitty. There's just parts you didn't agree with and you didn't know how to deal with yourself because you were triggered. Not my fucking problem. All right, now let's jump into what would leo do i'm gonna read three situations that y'all wrote in And i'm gonna tell you what I would do and give you my little guidance on it So the first one is a girl who feels really stuck in life and She's wanting to move somewhere else and she's working in real estate and she's like Overwhelmed by all the shit she's got going on and she feels stuck because she wants to move and like make a transition and like level herself up but she's worried about everything going on and she feels really stuck in life. So my advice to anyone that's stuck in life where you feel stuck, number one is the awareness you're not actually stuck. And I know it's a lot easier said than done because like I could choose to jump out this fucking window right now, but I'm choosing not to. Like if I feel stuck, but I could just jump out right now. Like you're in control. You have free will. You can do whatever you want at any moment. But that's kind of fucking stupid to say. Like a lot of people just act like that's the answer. It's not the fucking answer because it doesn't feel that good. But the reality of the situation when you feel stuck is you're standing in a place where with any move you make, you feel there is going to be negative consequences for it. So you don't move. It's like it's safer to just not decide because you get to avoid the pain that's going to come with either decision. So like with this girl, for her to go for her career and move, she's going to have to leave her family and move away from them who she's very close to. But to stay with her family, she has to choose to limit herself and her career and what she wants for her life. So if you truly want to get unstuck, I want you to make a list of everything that's going to come with any decision that you make. Any fear that you have, any worries that you have, literally write it down in a list. Because when you get shit out of your head and you can look at it, it's a lot less overwhelming. So if you have a full list of like the pros and cons of each decision, you can then look at, okay, which list of consequences am I more willing to choose? Because you have to choose. You have to pick one. The universe ain't going to let you stay still. But also, in order to build trust with yourself, you have to see you're in a position where you're very uncomfortable, you feel stuck, and it's not an enjoyable sensation. Like You're holding yourself back from either avenue, which is not fun. So In order to show yourself you can trust yourself, you have to make a move. You have to make a decision because not making a decision makes you sit in a place of indecision until something is chosen for you by whatever happens, whatever circumstance that's going to switch and you're forced into one or the other. That's not a situation where you're going to build self-trust. The way you build self-trust is taking an action and choosing your action and choosing your consequences and not just allowing some like, greater force or different circumstances lining up where one's no longer an option, you don't just wait for shit to happen to you. You choose it and you propel yourself forward in the direction of what you want. And doing that puts you in an empowered place and you're gonna feel safe with yourself and you'll learn to trust yourself. Okay, so situation number two. There's a girl who is in nursing school and she's very, very busy and she swore off relationships, but this guy came along and she said, don't mind if I do. So she's pursuing this guy And she's been seeing this guy, but she's extremely busy and she's not able to see him more than like once to twice a week. And she's concerned and worried that her inability to see him all the time and be super attentive is going to make him want to leave her. So first thing I'm going to say is valid concern. It's totally normal to feel scared about that. It's totally normal to be worried about that. But first thing I would do in your situation is address that concern with the guy. Be like, yo. But like, I look, I know I'm super fucking busy, but it makes me anxious and it makes me concerned that, like, you're going to pull off or, like, you're, I'm not going to be able to be as present as you want me to be. Like, I have a concern that you're going to, like, up and leave. So, first thing is talking to him about it. And then, in order to repair the relationship with yourself, I want you to look at what about you makes it hard for you to just discard? Why is it hard to leave you? So, why would someone be willing to... To only see you once or twice a week, what about you would make them be able to say yes? Like I'm willing to see you a little bit less as long as I get to see you. I want you to go on a scavenger hunt for all your positive traits and all the needs you can meet for someone that will make them want you enough to not get to see you all the time. So basically look for what you're worth holding on to for. Why are you worth holding on to? And I want to set your mind free with that and just let it run wild. Let it feed you anything you can think of. And that's going to flip the situation from feeling very insecure, like, oh my God, he could leave me, ah, and being like anxious, to solidifying your self-esteem and be like, okay, I see my value, I recognize it, I understand why someone would want to be with me. And that's that. And you're going to have a lot more empowered sense of moving forward than like the shaky one of like, oh my God, he could leave me if I like don't see him more than like twice a week. Okay. For our last situation for what would Leo do this week, this girl is realizing that she self-sabotages with relationships. So when she has someone that seems like good come along, she'll fuck it up. She'll leave or she'll like just abandon the whole thing. But if you meet someone that you think is like too good to be true, or you think that they're better than you or whatever it is, they see something in you. That you just might not be seeing. You're worth their attention. You're worth being cared about by them. Because you've been lined up with it for a reason. So number one is you got to become aware of that. Like open yourself up to discovering the ways that you're actually a match to this person. And you're kind of like equal. Like what are you able to contribute them? Like do the scavenger hunt that I talked about for the last girl. But with the situation of meeting someone that you feel like is better than you. Or is like on your level and it intimidates you. What you're faced with in that situation is feeling like you're a little bit beneath it and you get to decide you can run or you can rise to the occasion and improve yourself and level up to make this work because your relationships are your biggest teachers. Your relationships with people are your biggest fucking teachers from the universe, from God, whoever you want to believe in. But like relationships are your biggest teachers. They're your biggest mirror of self-awareness and what you need to become aware of, what you need to fix and change and like... They're your ticket for improvement. So next time you're faced with someone that you feel like is better than you, if you notice you feel the need to run away, it's because it's the safer option. You don't know if you're actually able to rise to the occasion or not. So give it a fucking shot. But I want to give you the reassurance of you would not be a match to this person if you weren't ready for it. Like if someone is pursuing you and they're ready for you and you feel like you're not... You're being faced with all of the things that you know you now need to do and change and improve to feel ready for it. Like just start leveling yourself up. Whatever you're insecure about, start flipping it. If you're insecure about how much money you make, start trying to make more. Insecure about your body, fix that shit. Start eating right. Go to the gym. You're worried about your intellect. Start reading. Start educating yourself. All the different levels you can level up yourself is going to be reflected and it's going to come through insecurities. So any insecurity you notice pop up, use it as fuel to flip it and change it and rise to the occasion to fix it and strengthen it instead of just seeing something that you desperately want and then running from it because you don't feel good enough. Look at yourself and say, okay, we can do this. We can rise to this occasion and then do it. If you want to be featured in a future segment of What Would Leo Do? You can leave a comment on this YouTube video or you can DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is theleoskeppy. So just send me your situation and I'll give you my hot take on it like this. It's always anonymous. It's always going to be anonymous. I'm never going to rat you out or let nobody know your fucking business. I just go general so that I can give you the advice. (laughs) But if you enjoyed this video, leave it a thumbs up. And if you want to be more aware and less aggravated, hit the subscribe button, god damn it. And if you're listening to the audio version of this and you're not watching me on YouTube, if you didn't know I'm on YouTube, hi, here I am. But if you're listening to the audio version of this, leave me five stars. <laughs> and also, if you feel like this episode would be useful to anyone you know, just send it to them. Just send it to them and help them gain a little awareness. Help them be more aware and less aggravating. Honestly, send this to someone that you would like to see repair their relationship with their self. This is the tool to do it. But thank you all so much for watching. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Implement all this shit so you can trust yourself more. (laughs) And I will talk to you next Sunday.